everybody, and welcome to another episode of Side Quest. First up, we have Dan. Dan, how are you tonight? Um, I'm good, kind of. Yeah, you're sounding a little under the weather. I'm a little bit under the weather. Just so everybody knows that's listening at home, you cannot get the vid, the COVID from Daniel through your speaker, so it's okay. Well, I did test but, negative, so. That's right, but I am positive that I love you, Daniel. Oh, that's, that's, that's so sweet. Richie, how are you, buddy? Uh, I'm here. I'm, re- I'm ready to do the dang thing. Richie, you sound sick too, man. Uh, I am also, f- I'm not personally fighting it, but then again, I could be lying to you, but you know, oh, who, who yeah. knows what the future may hold for my household. Two, <laughs> two out of three of the, of the side questers might have COVID. I just said I came back negative. What do you, do you not listen to me? I also came back negative. However, the woman about two floors up may be positive for it, but you know, <laughs> quarantining in a basement <laughs> is fun i know she snuck out for ice cream several times yes yes <laughs> while i was sleeping so i couldn't yell at her well speaking of people that sneak out for ice cream last but not least we have cruz turner cruz how are you buddy what hey you're not <laughs> sick cruz i know but it was, it was slightly offensive cruz you sneak out for <laughs> ice it? cream shut up dude oh. <laughs> why is my always got hey look at there it's fatty two by four you gotta get the food man y'all guys you suck. can't call it two by four fat it's flat that's true man damn dude <laughs> it's a washboard I'm like, I'm like a seven by four <laughs> still flat still flat it's still only four inches wide fine then i'm gonna shut up yeah well okay i love you buddy <laughs> So last time, last time on uh, Side Quest, guys, we well, first off, we had Cogsbuckle's Corner. Thank you, Doctor Cogsbuckle, for recording another episode in our absence. Yes, you're welcome. You uh, you got a chance to sit down and talk to Boulder. Yes, of course. Yes, me and Boulder, <laughs> we sat down and had a discussion about his life and his backstory a little bit, since we didn't really get to flush that out. At the end, there was a. Well, I don't really know what happened. He just kind of spaced out, and uh, his face went a little bit flush for a second, and then he came back too, so... Yeah, you think he was just thinking about goldfish strategies? No, I've seen his face when he's thinking about goldfish strategies. It's not the same face. Yeah, it's the same one he makes while he's pooping, if I had to guess. <laughs> not not like from personal observation, but just if I had to guess. Well, you know, I, I feel like he has a different face for every situation. That is true. That is true. Uh, Boulder, what happened, man? I don't like the ideas that you're watching me poop. Oh, you, you keep your body camera on while you're pooping, Boulder. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, no, <laughs> you do. You do. Actually, it's pretty amazing because for 12 hours out of the 28-hour day, it's nothing but pooping. <laughs> that's, that's not true. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) It's so late. (laughs) It is so late, y'all. Hey, man. Din, Din, save us. (laughs) Din. Yeah. What what happened in the last episode? I don't even know, man. Um, well, we got in an elevator. We went up a couple floors. We met a really nice, uh, lad in the elevator. He was super cool. 
went up a couple floors, gave them life advice, business advice, you know, stuff to really get them to the top, you know? And, uh, man, I hope that works out. So we left him on a floor. We went up about 10 more, and, uh, he was there again. Really? Really, really weird. I wasn't, uh, really don't know what was going on there. But anyway, I'm gonna ignore that. And, uh, <laughs> well, uh, talked to him for a little bit more. Uh, Tina got into an almost fight with about two different people. And, uh, now... Back on the elevator, new elevator, the VIP, or what I would assume is the VIP area. And, uh, I don't know. Something happened. Someone who will go unmentioned right now hit a button they weren't supposed to. Boulder noticed something he probably wasn't supposed to, and, uh, this is where we're at. Dr. Cogsbuckle, why was everybody trying to fight Boulder? If I recall, one of the employees made a pass at Tina, and she got very upset. Tina is Boulder. And for some reason, he embraced his inner Tina, and, well, it could have gotten a lot uglier than it did had me and Din not been there. I think that's true. Dr. Cogsbuckle, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, give more than my two cents, but I think that you should probably try to whip your employees back in line and kind of get them back under your leadership. Listen here, narrator. I do my absolute best. You know, I was very <laughs> awkward by the entire situation last time. Um, I will do better. I don't really know what's up with Boulder and this whole Tina embracing violence. You know, I kind of like it, but at the same time, let's save it for when we need it. I don't know if Daryl over there in his cubicle really knew what he was getting into. Anyway, we're on the elevator. We're working our way up. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm trailing off a little bit here. As you are wont to do. Well, guys, I think we've done our six plus minutes. There's probably a lot of stuff I'm going to have to cut out from that. So why don't we go ahead and get to the episode? Yes, please. Boulder? You, uh, okay, buddy? Din pats Boulder gently on the shoulder as he stares forward blankly at, or maybe through, the now-closed elevator doors. The steady ding of the floor counter accents the mechanical hum of the elevator as it moves gently upward and backward towards floor 120. Din glances over to the rest of the group, taking an extra beat, and looks to Marla as she fidgets with something inside of her gray canvas bag. Boulder, is it your indigestion acting up again? I've told you about eating so many chicken tenders before we go out on a job. Din glances up to the floor counter as it nears 115. Alright, looks like time's up on the nice caring act. He turns back to Boulder and raises an open palm. One more chance, big guy! The floor counter dings again as number 116 lights up. Sorry in advance, I guess. Din rears his hand back, and just before he starts his swing... Wait, Din. Surely there's a better solution. Din brings his hand forward in a sweeping arc and smacks Boulder square on the back of the head. Everyone stops to stare at the back of the big man as the floor counter beeps twice more. Boulder, you snap back to reality from wherever you were. Oh, and you hear the counter. <laughs> Dang it! I wanted to make that joke. <laughs> nice, good joke. And uh, you hear the counter uh, ding, and the doors begin to slide open. Uh, Din and Dr. Cogsbuckle, you see Bol- Boulder kind of resume his normal posture, and he looks about kind of bewildered. Mm-hmm. You, uh, uh, you, you, you good, man? You, uh, you seem a little, uh, out of it. I was just waiting on the elevators. You know, Din, he, he did that same thing in our Cogsbuckles Corner episode the other day. Huh, weird. And Din's gonna turn to kind of, like, side-eye Marla. Uh, yeah, no, I think maybe maybe we should just get out, like, elevator doors open, guys, let's go. 
I, Boulder seems okay to me. I don't know what y'all are talking you about. You know, now that I think about it, he did it right after I mentioned your name, Marla. What do you mean, my name? Why were you talking about me? Well, I was. I didn't really don't know much about you besides the fact that you're a good shot and you know Din, but I asked Boulder if he could give me a little bit of information about you because you, you seem to know him, but I wasn't really sure from where, so I asked him if he could give a little bit more information and all of a sudden he just froze. Not sure if it's a coincidence or not, but I just figured I'd bring it up. I'm sure it's a coincidence. I, you know, maybe he's got, maybe he's like having many aneurysms or something. I, I really don't think this is the time or the place. Uh, the elevator doors slide open and you see uh, a very large atrium uh, that extends kind of outwards and you kind of see sweeping, uh, like neo gothic architecture as it, as it, uh, you, you see these large columns that go up to uh, high arches in the ceilings and you see in front of you a very long white marble walkway that leads up to a desk and then to uh, rows and rows of executive offices that line either side of the corridor beyond and um, what do you do? Boulder's gonna straighten his pantsuit and step out the door. Didn't we'll follow and uh, man, didn't know uh, real Buddy had a smell but uh, it smells a whole lot like Buddy here. Um, as you walk out of the elevator, uh, Marla kind of pushes past and takes the lead or attempts to and uh, it's a it's a solid 60 80 yard walk to the front desk and there's a uh, short man behind the behind the desk just staring at you as you as you approach. Um, he does not say anything until you get close. How many cameras are currently around? Roll a sharp check. Sharp check. Uh, it's not going to be enough. It's not even worth mentioning. <laughs> Tell me, Richie. Uh, well, I mean, the roller said four. Oh. And I get a plus three, so. On a seven to nine, um, you can see one dome camera overhead kind of tied to one of the arches. Uh, but you know there has to be way more than just one camera on this floor. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I would imagine. as you guys approach the desk, the, the man kind of stands up straight and straightens his uh, lapels and he says, mm, Yes, how can I help you today? Yes, I'm uh, Walter Cronkite. This is Tina Beckett, Nid Easel, and Susan Stark. We are trying to access the rooftop. Now, what could you possibly want with the roof? Well, we were sent to do an inspection on the ward communications. Mighty fine clothes for an inspection. Yes, well, we like to dress up. Dress to impress, as I like to say. Mm, I'm sorry, I cannot let you up without a pass. Did you get one from the front desk? Yes. May I see it, please? And he holds out his hand. I hand him the ID badges that we got earlier. Um, he looks them over and he says, mm, I believe your documentation is not in order. I apologize. You'll have to go back down to the front desk and get a pass. Now, what do you mean our documentation is not in order? These are the passes they gave us. These are your ID badges, sir. I'm sorry I cannot help you. I look back at Din and Boulder and Susan. Marla says, I, really, I, I think maybe, um, a actually, we're, we're here to see somebody. We're here, we're probably, don't you think, uh, Walter, we're here to see somebody? I think he's actually the one, I can't remember his name, sorry, I, hi, uh, Nid Easel. Um, it's, I normally have someone here with, uh, the paperwork and everything else. Um, uh, I feel as though... Oh man, uh, can, can you guys re uh, fresh my memory? We we gotta meet up with him. He has the passes. And the man kind of like holds up a hand and he says, "Um, are you talking about Mr. Von Von Braun?" 
Yes, Von Braun. That's who it is. That name does rings a bell. Yeah, uh, you must be talking about our, our head of maintenance, uh, Mr. Von Braun, Braun Von. Yes, I remember now because his, his names was his names forwards and backwards is. Yeah, yes, I, I will page him for you and he'll be right here to see you. In the meantime, please uh, feel free to have a seat or uh, look about the atrium. The views up here are unbeatable, except from, of course, from the high side. And he kind of chuckles to himself. And uh, Marla raises his hand and she says, uh, Actually, um, could you point me to a restroom? And he says, mm, Yes, of course, not a problem. And he motions off to the side where there is a bank of uh, bathrooms. Now, does Din notice, like, both bathrooms, the men and the female? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Din's gonna get up and follow her. Okay, so she, she kind of is like, yeah, I'll be right back, guys. I'm gonna go use the bathroom. While Din and Marla head off, uh, Dr. Cox, Michael Boulder, what are you guys doing? I guess Marla's needs to... Never mind. She's probably going in there to do lady things, like touch up her makeups. I take a seat and regather my thoughts. Dr. Cogsbuckle, as you sit down, it's at this point that you notice that your throat is a little bit itchy and your nose is running a little bit. Uh, yeah, was, uh, was, excuse me. Mm, yes, sir. How can I How can I help you? Yes. You know, I this doesn't happen very often, but do you happen to have a cat on this floor somewhere? Mm, yes, there's several cats that roam around to control the mice. Oh, dang it. Tina. Yes? I have a, if you didn't know, I have a terrible allergy to cats. I wouldn't know that. Yes, what I do is... Ugh. It's at this point, Dr. Cogsbuckle, as you sniff, that a, a large, uh, fat black cat jumps up into your lap. Oh, dear God. I throw it back down. <laughs> you throw it back down? <laughs> I toss it back down. Uh, you toss it down on the floor. It kind of meows once and rubs up against your leg. It seems like you've made a new best friend. And in the meantime, uh, Mar- Marla walks over to the bathrooms, noticing Dim behind and says, uh, you gotta, you gotta go to the bathroom too, Dim? You nervous stomach or are you okay? Nah, I'm just probably should wash my hands if I'm gonna meet someone important. What you, uh, what you, uh, what you doing? I mean, just taking care of lady business, you know, touching up my makeup and stuff. Right. Got it. And Din's gonna kind of, you know, walk slowly past her and into the bathroom. Okay. You hear her door open and shut as she heads inside. And, uh, Din, what do you do? It's kind of weird, but it's gonna sound really weird, actually. How thin is the wall between the men and the women's? Roll 2d6. What? Alright, it's another four. (laughs) They are super thick. Great. Good storytelling, Richie. Good job. <laughs> They're super thick. They're, you, there's actual metal plating uh, on, on the whole wall. It's like this chrome. Like the whole wall is its own mirror, so you can kind of see yourself pee, which is really weird. And, and you can only assume behind it is like industrial grade concrete with, interwoven with metal. So definitely no sound getting through. Ben's going to wash his hands and walk slowly back out of the bathroom. Kind of like stopping, like adjusting his suit and whatnot and kind of looking around to see if maybe he can notice the maintenance dude before he actually makes it to the front desk. Um, you walk back out and you see Dr. Cogsbuckle sitting there with a cat rubbing up against his leg and Boulder kind of standing close by in a half crouch position. You're not really sure why and he kind of waves at you. Dan's going to nod back at him. <laughs> you nod back at him. I'm going to, Boulder's going to point at the cat. And he, and Din's gonna kind of do like the little hand, like little tiny little claps, like yay. <laughs> so, so uh, from walking down the long corridor past the desk, uh, you can see somebody that is in the shiniest pair of coveralls you've ever seen, and he's got like these, like you know, the military things on the shoulders, the little tassels, yeah, little tassel things. Like he's got those, and he's got like a gold name badge. 
And now I see him before he's like made it to the front desk. Yeah, so he hadn't quite passed the front desk yet. Dan's gonna like kind of cruise over to him, like, uh, uh, excuse me, excuse me, sir. Yes, my name is the head of maintenance. How can I help you? Wait, <laughs> you forgot his run, name. Run that by me one more my, time. My what name today? is the head of maintenance. How can I help you? Is that like a like a family? My name, name is the right, head of maintenance. How yes, can I help you? Yes, you are fantastic. Hello, my name is uh, Dead Easel. Yes, my gonna, name is the head of maintenance. How can I help you? Dan's gonna stop and just stare at him for a second and like swallow all the anger. <laughs> the man at the desk uh, looks over and says, "Um, is he acting up again? Does he always repeat his?" name or title title as name no I don't. no it's the it's it's hold on and he kind of gets up and he's got to be only like four foot five and he kind of like moves over to the man and puts a step stool down and steps up on it and uh as the man stands there rigid you uh you see him kind of like fiddle with something uh in the small of his back then he jerks once twice and then sticks out of hand and says Hello, my name is Von Braun Braun Von, the head of maintenance. How can I help you? Din's going to shake his hand. It's very cold and metallic. Yeah. Can Din put two and two that it's a cyborg? Uh, or just a robot in general? Roll uh, roll plus sharp. Do we get a third four? If we get a third four, I'm going to throw my mic <laughs> through a wall. Uh, that's going to be an 11. Yes, you can. This seems to be some type of automaton. He's going to look down at the short man, the, ne- the now short man. <laughs> um... And he's just going to kind of point like, R- really? At no, he's, robot? The, he's the latest in, in ZSG technology and, you know, what better place to test them out than in our own That's facility. fantastic. We have last year's model at our office. I'm so glad I get to see one of the newer models in person. Anyway, uh, no, I'm just, I was just introducing myself. He's he's so lifelike until you, you know, touch him. Roll the seducer, manipulate someone. Please. Oh, come on, with an eight. On a seven and nine, they'll go along with you, but they need some concrete assurance, corroboration, or evidence. Um, this model is the first of its kind. I highly doubt your office has anything prior to this. They've all been purely experimental. Din, knowing this, is going to actually whip out the uh, the socket wrench that he had in the back pocket, and he's gonna kind of like twirl it around his fingers and be like, "No, I, I, you know what? You, you'd be right about that if I wasn't the head of maintenance at my building. I know." from the uh, the emails sent out over the wad uh, that these were being uh, pre-ordered. Um, Dr. Cogswickle and Boulder, it's about this time that you see uh, Din talking to a very stiff-looking tall man. He's probably about 6'5", uh, wearing various uh, accoutrements of a head of maintenance, a very well-decorated head of maintenance, uh, and, the, and the shorter man from behind the desk. Um, the head of maintenance, Von Braun Braun Von, says, um, How may I assist you today? Uh, uh, we were actually set here to uh, kind of look over everything. Uh, the last place we got to check out is the roof. And wouldn't you know it? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Von, Von Braun, if I, am, I, am I saying that correctly? You can call me Vaughn. Vaughn, fantastic. You didn't get the email from corporate saying we were coming and you have our passes, would you? Vaughn is my first name and my last name. Dan's going to stop and swallow really hard again. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over. Uh, yeah, so, uh, uh, this is the head of maintenance. Hello, my name is Von Braun Von Braun Von Braun Braun Von, the head of maintenance. That's like two more times longer than he said the first time. How can I help you today? 
Ah, yes, of course. Jeez, these darn cats. Can I call you Vaughn? You can call me Vaughn. It is my first name and my last name. Hey, okay, of course. Thank you, Vaughn. Yes, we are here to go to the roof to check out the water communication. And, oh, God. Um, you, you have our access passes to get to the roof. I do not recall such access passes. My name uh, is yes, Vaughn, and it is my first and last name. Din's gonna... Din's gonna look down at the short man who I'm assuming is still standing there, correct? Yeah, very looking very skeptically at all of you. So, he's gonna kind of look down with kind of like a, you know, a disheveled look of, did you when he was messing up, did you reset him? I, I mean, that's kind of the the main thing that you do when they're messing up. Yes, no, 100%, but also you know that wipes everything they had, they, he doesn't even remember we were supposed to come. You did this. What? I didn't I didn't do this. He was, you, he was malfunctioning. I I watched you. I, I, I Look, I'm not mad that you were doing your job to reset him. I completely understand. However, now we're going to have to go through all these hoops just to make sure we get our passes again. So really, I think you need to just go ahead, just open it for like 10 minutes. We need to just check off a couple of boxes and we'll be on our way. Don't you think? Tina's going to walk up with a cat. In his hands. Ma- ma'am, ma'am, Miss, Miss, Miss Tina. And, and this, he's gonna be petting the cat. Thi- this. Yes. And he's gonna kind of like point down, cle- clearly, uh. and just he he reset the the maintenance bot, the new maintenance bot, by you, and he doesn't remember we're supposed to come see him. Oh. Mr. Figaro is going to be very upset with this. What, M- Mr. Figaro? No, Mr. Figaro doesn't need to know anything about this. Den's gonna cross his arms. Oh, and Tina's crossed her arms as well. Dr. C's crossed his arms as well. Hi, my name is Von Braun Braun Von, and I am the head of maintenance. Von, please go attend to the toilets in the men's room. I know that Nid just destroyed them. <laughs> Sorry, had a couple too too many breakfast burritos. The uh, And you need to hurry. You, All this frustration you. is making my blood pressure go up, and I can tell you right now, I have angry poops. Use <laughs> <laughs> little man's. What's your names? My, my name? I don't. Yes. I don't think I have to give my name. Yes, yeah, you're you right. Your it's starting to sound a really unimportant right now for someone who's impeding top-notch work. No, I, it's not that. My name's Porlo. I'm. I'm sorry. Porlo's what? Uh, Porlo. And he starts to cry. No, 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 you, no, you don't get to cry. Nids, I'm, nids, I'm sorry. Tina's, <laughs> Tina's gonna walk up to Porlo and put his arm around, put Tina's arm around Porlo. <laughs> Listen, Porlo's, just calm down, okay? Well, you have to admit, Nids, that someone didn't properly tell this man, but it is still a very big oversteps on your part, Porlo's. You see, uh, you see Vaughn smashing into the wall beside the men's room door repeatedly, and, um, Porlo says, uh, Okay, um, I can, I can, I can get you to the roof, and that's fine. Um, just please don't tell Mr. Figaro, um, what's the name of the robot again? Vaughn? Vaughn, Braun, Vaughn. Vaughn, Braun, Okay. Uh, <laughs> yep, Vaughn will be fine. So, Din's gonna walk over to Vaughn and be like, Vod, execute. Go to the roof now, please. He turns around uh, and and backs up into the wall over and over and says, 
Command not recognized. Hi, my name is Von Braun Braun Von. I'm the head of maintenance. How can I help you today? Dan, Dan's going to turn around quickly and stare daggers at the little man. He doesn't even recognize basic commands. Excuse me if, excuse me if I may. Yes, Mr. Cronkite. There seems to be a lot of tension in this room right now. If you could just get us to the roof, it'd be much appreciated. We're kind of on a time crunch. He says, yeah, yes, of course. No, I'd be happy to do that as long as nobody tells Mr. Figaro and this very scary large woman stops yelling at me. Where's, where's Susan? Who? The, the lady that came with us. I go knock on the bathroom door. Um, you walk over, your feet clacking on the marble, and you use your knuckles to knock on the back of the bathroom door, and there is no answer. Din's gonna walk up behind the dog and whisper, like, kind of close to his ears. I got a scratch that says she's not in there, Doc. Hmm. I'll take that bed. Susan? Still no answer. Susan? Still no answer. I kick open the door. <laughs> you just The door opens outwards, but you try to kick it and then <laughs> and hurt your leg and take one arm. And then realizing that's uh. not gonna work, you pull the door open. <laughs> I'm gonna turn Porlo's away. Heart leads me to the roofs. And then when they find Susan, she might be doing some lady things. And he winks at her. Um, winks at him. And then that way, if they don't find her, they won't tell Porlos and he won't be suspicious. <laughs> uh, I like it. Uh, Dr. Cogsbuckle, roll 2d6. That is a 7. You walk into the bathroom just in time to see Marla in a stall. She's obviously standing on top of the toilet, and she's just putting one of the uh, drop tiles back in place in the ceiling. Susan. And she, uh, she like, looks over at you. She says, oh, um, Walter, uh, sorry, I was, I was just, um... Go, use in the bathroom. Yes, of course. Well, why are you standing on top of the toilet replacing a ceiling tile? Ventilation. Ventilation, Doc. I mean, uh, Mr. Gronkite. Not enough ventilation in the bathroom. Did you did you drop <laughs> one of those sewer dumps? Oh, well, yeah. No, it's just like nervous, <laughs> you know, nervous, nervous tummy. <laughs> yes, of course. The, the third poop joke of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> One of those sewer dumps. Well, come on, Susan. We have to go to the roof. Yeah, you got it. Oh, no. You got it, Doc. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like Rad Boy's cave. Who's Rat Boy? Who? <laughs> come on, Susan. <laughs> she uh, she opens the stall, and when you see her walk out, she's no longer wearing your white suit. She's dressed in a completely different outfit. Uh, kind of like a, a very smart all-black suit with uh, like a white stripe down the middle where the lapels meet and a like a white pocket square. And she says, all right, ready to go. Let's do this thing. Ah, Susan, you changed clothes. You didn't like my casual attire. That's casual? Really? Yes, of course it is. Did you not see? Anyway, let's go. All right. The short man is taking us to the roof because this stupid robot over here can't recognize basic commands. Okay, yeah, no problem. Let's do this thing. Robot? There's a robot? Yes, don't you see the thing backing up into the wall 600 times? Well, technically, we're still in the bathroom, Doc, so... Oh, <laughs> yes, of course. Once we get outside, you'll see the robot. So They can hear the banging. <laughs> you guys <laughs> you guys walk outside and uh, see the robot backing in and says, Oh my gosh, look at that thing. That's, that's kind of crazy. I've never seen one of those before. And uh, the robot waves at her and says, Hi, my name is Von Braun Braun Von, and I'm the head of maintenance. How can I help you today? And she says, Hi, my name's 
Marla? And it says, Hi, my name's Von Braun Braun Von, the head of maintenance. How can I help you today? She says, All right, well, that's useless. Let's go. Dr. Cogsbuckle sneezes again. <laughs> so, I want to be clear that Din was standing there the entire time, right? Um, well, you came in behind the dock. I did, and I, I bet him the scratch, so I was still I was still standing Roll there. Roll 2d6. Uh, 6. Uh, on a 6, you did not notice her come, uh, replacing Silentile, but you do notice she came out in a different outfit. Okay. But you did hear Dr. T- Cogsbuckle ask about why she was standing on the toilet. So, as they, like, walk out and she's admiring, uh, you know, the whole spiel, Dan's gonna kind of, like, walk walk up next to her. It's like, so... We're uh, just getting rid of code names now, are we? No, I mean, just in the bathroom, Then it's... I, I, I mean, it's just us. It's fine. You just told a robot with a recording device your name. You know what? That's a good point. We should probably take care of that at some point, huh? Yeah, we should probably do that. Hey, why don't you go uh, go meet up with Boulder? Uh, yeah, okay. All right, I'll head that way. And she uh, walks down, shouldering her canvas bag, and uh, goes to meet up with poor Lola Boulder. Before the doc walks away, Din's gonna put his arm out in front of him to kind of stop him. Doc, what the he- What was that about? What was what? That! Everything that just happened. She's not wearing your suit. She's giving out her name. What? What? What is this? I, I was very curious about that as well. I, when she introduced herself to Vaughn as, well... M-A-R-L-A. I was yeah. very off-put by that. Um, right. She's been acting a little bit fishy. Yes, I agree. We should keep an eye All right, on her. Alright, good. I was gonna say, I was like, if you notice anything, but as long as we're on the same page and Din's gonna do the weird, like, my eye meet your eye, like the two fingers thing. I give Din finger guns. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, and, like, stupid smiles from Din. Uh, alright, alright, Doc. Uh, I guess we could, uh, I guess we'll meet up with them. Um, you guys uh, head back over to the other three, and Porlo says, I promise I'll take you to the roof. Just let's, you know, we can't make a big deal about it, so let, let's move down here. And uh, you guys begin to walk down the hall, and Marla kind of, like, drops back in the group a little bit and starts to trail behind. No, no, no. No, she doesn't. <laughs> Din purposely stays behind her. Um, you see, uh, roll, roll plus sharp, Din, or actually roll to read a person. That'd be plus sharp. Oh, yeah. 12. Uh, on a 10 plus, you can hold three of the following questions. Are they telling the truth? Uh, what are they really feeling? What do they intend to do? What do they wish that you would do? The first three. Uh, what is the truth? What are they feeling? What do they intend to do? Um, so you can kind of... So I'm being suspicious of a lot of things at this point. Um, you notice as Marla walks past the row of offices on the right and left-hand side, you notice her eyes linger over one nameplate specifically, and it says uh, M. Maribel. And she notices you watching her, and she quickly averts her eyes away. All right. And she, like, glances over at you, and the eyes that glance over at you are not the ones you're used to seeing. You know, Marla is typically pretty serious but has kind of a jovial like undertones you know she's she's mm-hmm. not easy going by any means she's very wound tight but at the same time like she's friendly the person looking back at you is not friendly good can't wait for this to play out and uh just as soon as that as soon as she notices that you're watching her her, her expression changes again back to the marla that you know and she says uh everything okay Dan? yeah totally gucci we'll be fine okay um I think uh, hopefully we've made it this far. Everything's going to be fine. As uh, Let's get up on the roof and finish this thing, and we'll get out of here. Absolutely. 
And Din's gonna give one-handed finger gun, not both. Oh no, <laughs> the ultimate signal. <laughs> and uh, so Porlo got, it takes you to a, uh, a maintenance corridor uh, down past the end of the row of offices. It kind of like loops you around a little bit, and um, and then he stops you in front of a gang ladder that goes up to a hatch. And he says, "All right, here's the." Here's the thing, like the ladder to the roof. Um, I really got to get back to my my post now. Do you need anything else? Yes, Bolos. Um, in case of emergencies, uh, you know, I, as the safety officers of my office, what's the fire escape just in case an emergency happens? Is from the from the roof, Miss Beckett? Yes, there's all sorts of terrifying things. What if a hover car goes off its track and crashes into us up there and I need to get down? And di- and, uh, but, and as he says this, Din's going to be behind him gesturing to the smoldering wreckage out in front. <laughs> That's 150 stories below. <laughs> um, or 120 stories below. He says, uh, he kind of like looks and looks at the group of you and then shrugs and says, you jump, I guess. That's That's your safety plans. I mean, yeah, they don't really worry about the maintenance people on the roof, to be honest with you. All right, thank you, Porlos. Enjoy it while you can. Bye-bye. And so do you guys head up the gang ladder as the as Porlo kind of shuffles out of the maintenance corridor? Yes. Yes. Who's going up first? Me, so everybody can look at my pantsuit. So you begin to climb and notice as you raise your arms uh, up above your head and your legs up pretty high that your pa- uh, your pantsuit grabs in all the wrong places. <sighs> and... Um, yeah, it's 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 not pleasant, but you climb the gang ladder and you twist the latch on the uh, underside of the roof hatch and then swing it outwards and you're met by a downpour of rain as uh, lightning and thunder kind of ripple overhead. What do you do? I continue. As you make it out on the roof, the scene that greets you is not pleasant. First off, if you didn't have vertigo, you definitely do now as the world kind of reels. You're, you feel like you're on top of a needle point at the top of this 120-foot tall tower. And, or 120-story tall tower, excuse me. And you, uh, it, it, even as far away from you are as the ed- from the edge, which is like 15, 20 feet, it still feels like way too close. But even more still is the remaining 30 stories of the tower. You see uh, clear glass going up in spirals with no visible way to climb up. And even worse than that, you see swarms and swarms of security drones making a orbit around the top of the tower, uh, starting from your position all the way up the remaining 30 stories, scanning the outsides of the glass, and inside the glass you can see, uh, lit from within, rows and rows and rows of vacuum tube servers. Uh, Tate, uh, well, uh, are we are we dropping are we dropping the names now? I mean, there's no one really around, right? Uh, yeah, Din, uh, Din, I think we're fine to drop the names. Well, can can Boulder Boulder? Okay. Can you move so we can get off the ladder? Oh, choose. All right, Doc, uh, Doc, go. You gotta just just shove up, man. Let's go. Come on, we gotta get up here. After you. We're on a single file ladder, Doc. Fine, I work my way up. So you you climb up over the edge of the hatch, and then Marla does the same to meet Din and Boulder standing on the rooftop. And guys, you're greeted with the same scene that I described for Boulder. Um, there's, it is a sheer face of glass all the way up, at about 30 stories, and you can see the servers uh, lit from within. There does seem to be venting around uh, the left-hand side, but it, it's kind of like uh, very large metallic louvers. And you see security drones orbiting all around this section of the tower with red searchlights, or rather red scan lights, moving to and fro across the glass. Uh, What do you guys do? 
If you had if you had super hearing, you would hear din whistle over the sound of rain and thunder and wind. Yeah, it's uh, it's a beautiful and terrifying sight. So we're we're outside, like it's and there's like a giant thing in the center of the roof. Yeah. So there's so basically you're on like a flat roof that goes from the edge about 30, uh, 35 feet in, and then there's it's the start of this like circular glass, right? And so you've got a round. Uh, a, a round pane of glass that goes all the way around in one single pane and it goes up 30 stories and then on top of it at the very very top of the 30 stories you can just barely make out the top of the antenna for all the wide communications in the city of New Haven just as Ratboy drew it uh, B- Boulder uh, I don't know what's about to happen but uh, I, I feel as though we should uh, I don't want I don't want to be a negative dancey or anything but uh, we should probably uh, you know div- divvy out the hardware you know what I mean I open up my bag uh, you unzip your bag and move all of the uh, the gym equipment aside and and get your gear out and everybody gears up and uh, Boulder you are you leaving your rail rifle in the bag or are you you gotta basically you only got so many hands. <laughs> I'm gonna take the grenade launcher, the tube grenade launcher that I use, and I'm gonna load it up and then it has a sling and I'm gonna put it across my back and then I'm gonna take the rail rifle out disassembled and I'm gonna set it on the ground and then I'm gonna adjust where the strap of the bag is under the strap of the grenade launcher so that if I need to drop the rifle and use the grenade launcher, I can. Uh, and then I assemble the rail rifle. As he as he's doing that, um, are the drones, like, is... I'm not going to ask, like, the too blatant question, but it's like, they're just patrolling, like, high above, like, where the actual antenna is, right? They're not necessarily scanning where we are, right? No, they're not scanning the rooftop where you are, but they are scanning the glass, so, like... 10 feet above you is where they start scanning, and then you, there's multiple drones scanning every floor all the way up. Dope. Uh, so with, you know, Din basically being up behind, like Marla and everyone else, um, he's noticing that uh, Boulder is assembling his rail rifle, and he's going to rack the shotgun, and he's going to put the barrel on the back of Marla's head. Uh, D- Din, what are you doing? I'm sick and tired of this cloak and dagger crap. Alright? Now, I'm not as smart as the rest of them, but I saw what you looked at. Is that your desk? What What do you mean my desk, Din? That's the executive floor of ZSG. Yeah. Don't lie to me, Marla. I feel as though we've had enough time together. I feel there should be some semblance of trust. And as he says trust, he's gonna... Like, his thumb's gonna move and push the safety off. Then I I am not lying to you, and I really don't think you should make this mistake. So, yeah, Boulder is gonna, at this point, finish putting the rail rifle together. He's gonna put the nucleotastic battery in it and charge it, and he's gonna turn around to see the scene that's happening behind him. Uh, you see Marla, uh, she's, she's midway through building her sniper rifle, and you see her frozen in place, kneeled down, uh, as, as Din points his shotgun at the back of her head. Uh. I see, I see Boulder turn around, so I turn around. Din's? What's, what's going yeah. on? Boulder. I, I, look, and he, Din, like, and this is, uh, the Din you all know and love as being kind of like the, the fun-loving, there's none of that. This is, Din is very cold at the moment. There's no happy. There's no. It is rocks solid. He is very serious right now. Marlos. Boulder. Marlos, what did you say? I nothing. Boulder, don't listen to him. He's Boulder. I'm going to. I, I'm going to get 
with you in a minute, bud. Doc, you saw everything that happened downstairs. You also saw everything prior to this as being fishy. You can't tell me she's not hiding something from us, right? Yes, Din, I do agree with you. Marla, you know, I'm not the one holding the shotgun to the back of your head, but I do believe that you are hiding something from us. It just seems odd to me that every time that we ask Volter something about you or bring up your name, he goes in the shock or just, well, I wouldn't say shock. I would just say he goes silent and doesn't say anything for a few seconds. And also, you changed out of my outfit. I was quite offended, and I don't really understand why. I didn't even know you had that with you. Yeah, that was that was really shitty. I really liked that suit on Doc. No, I think you did. And if you think I didn't notice the button in the elevator, again, let me reiterate, let's stop playing games and just start telling the truth. And yes, I do feel this is an opportune time, because at any moment, yes, this can go belly up. And at this point, if we're all going to go, you're going to come with us. Marla, please just tell us what's going on. Marla Marla doesn't move and hasn't moved this whole time. And she has both hands kind of like raised beside her head. And she says, Din, this is not mm-hmm. the time. As a matter of fact, we literally don't have time for this. And she turns her wrist so you can see her wad and you see a timer counting down on it from five minutes. The bathroom, right? Something like that. We need to go. Din's going to make direct eye contact with both Boulder and the doc. Look, I will will explain everything later, but now we're in this together one way or the other. Let's go. How high up is the box? Can I see the box from where we are? Uh, It is uh, 30 stories up, so you're talking uh, roughly 300 feet. If I pull up the scope on the rail rifle, can I see it? You can see it, but it's more of like an ACOG, so like four times. I can make that shot. Din backs off. Uh, Marla turns as to see, see you looking through the scope of the rail rifle, and she says, Boulder, I could obviously make that shot. That's not going to do what we need it to do. That The box we need to hit is on the bottom. Damaging the tower is going to do nothing. It's not going to accomplish the job. Where's the box? The box is at the base of the antenna. Well, yeah, that's what I was looking for, so. Yeah, you can't see it from 300 feet below. The, it, there's a lip on the roof. Boulder, can you not see it? I uh, could have scope. superpowers, maybe. I doubt it. I doubt it. I think <laughs> I would know, but it's fine. You wouldn't uh, know. Did everyone hear that, by the way? Why would you know? What? Nose? Hear what? What are you talking about? Why would you know if I had superpowers or not? Boulder, we've been friends a long time. Not really that close. Din knows I have superpowers. Yeah, Boulder's a mortal. I, I doubt that that's true. I, I okay again. You want me like, to prove it? She and pulls it. out a grenade or a grenade from his, his chest. Oh God, no, Boulder! Please, just uh, please. I'm serious. And she like points to her wrist and she says, four minutes, fifteen seconds. Let's go." How are we gonna get some there in that amount of time? I don't know. Not really my problem. This was supposed to be like uh, fifteen minutes, and that that was ten minutes ago. It wasn't supposed to take this long. But somebody and she looks back at Din decided to put a shotgun to the back of my head. Din shrugs. Marla, can you hit the box with no, your sniper I can't, sniper I can't even see the box. Doc, like, we've got to get to the top. I guess let's go. Right, we will, dis- we will discuss this later. We have to get to this. You in front, though, Marla, as if Din doesn't trust you, I don't trust you anymore either. Yeah, I got it, Boulder. That's fine. Nobody trusts nobody trusts all Marla, but that's, you know, I'm... I'm going to, like, hip-aim the <laughs> rail rifle at her as she goes in front of me. <laughs> she flips you off. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, 
Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> a true, a true, a true, a bolder response. So uh, she walks over to the glass and kind of like puts her hand to it and looks up the sheer face of the uh, of the remaining floors of the tower and she says, "All right, up or through? Somebody pick." I pull out the grappling hook and I rattle it side to side. Well, this helps. Uh, yeah, that'll definitely help. Once we, if we choose the through route up, up, we've got to like. Did y'all get any like suction cups or anything like that? And she pulls out a set of suction cups from her canvas bag. That's a negative. Wow, y'all really didn't come prepared for this, huh? Well, we really weren't sure what to expect. It was, it was a tower. I knows, but we don't have much monies, Marla. Sorry that we all don't, can't just be a woman who has a fans onlys. <laughs> Under his breath, Dan's gonna go, yeah, we don't have ZSG, buddy. So what's the through option? Uh, she levels her sniper rifle at the glass and says, well, it's about to get pretty loud, guys. And uh, she pulls the trigger, and the and the rifle make, it just bucks super hard, and you hear a loud bam, and the glass uh, that is all the way around this bottom floor because it's one big pane shatters instantly. And you hear alarms start blaring, and all the drones above you start moving in a frenzied swarm, and then begin to move. Why did we let Joey <laughs> make the decision? I asked you guys. Of literally the last two, he's like, "Man, I really hope y'all get into a fight." I, I, I asked you guys. Fight. I'm, I am working my <laughs> butt off over here to make sure we don't get into the fight, and we're just like, "Yeah, here I you go, Joey. You guys, I'm gonna do something for Joey too." As I hear all the drones going. Baldur's gonna take the little special thing out of his belt buckle. That's the beetle drone to go work, little thing, and he's gonna smash it on something to make it work. <laughs> nice. Um, you smash it down on something. This is yeah. how our podcast ends. You smash it down uh, on the ground and push the button on top of it, and as you do, uh, a swirl of lights move along the backside of it, and it flutters up and gets directly in front of your face and scans you and says, "Papa." Yes, son. What? What? What should I do, Papa? What are you capable of, son? I'm capable of so much. <laughs> it's so I'm natural. Capable of so much, Papa. Okay, my young boy. I want you to protect us, but I also want you to protect yourself first. Protect you? Yes, I understand, Papa. And it says, ah, and it <laughs> streaks off into the distance towards the swarm of drones and meets the first one and explodes in a bright flash. <laughs> no! <laughs> but. And you guys run inside as you, uh, as parts of probably 100, 150 drones rain down on the rooftop in the streets below. My boy, Dan. Boulder, you knew him for like five seconds. Sorry. I loved him so much. Sorry. He was going to be the next Boulder. Mar- Marla, go- Marla goes, Dan, get your crew. Let's go. I'm already inside with you, Marla. The crew's here. All right, hurry up. So they, she runs down the server racks, and you've kind of got concentric rings, rings of servers as they uh, as you head in towards the center. And in the center, you see a giant, uh, like, cooling tower. And uh, she opens a hatch door on the side and leans in se- inside, and she goes, All right, yeah, this will work. This will re- work. And she walks in on some grating, and she says, Boulder, uh, grapple gun up the, up the top. Let's go. Let's do this thing. I lean in and shoot it up, and, yeah, Batman. You begin to zip up. As you do, you notice as you hang under it that the the wheel on the inside where the, the spool of wire is wound around it is creaking <laughs> under yeah. your weight. As and, I'm uh, going up, I go, I forgot all the two uses! <laughs> you, uh, you get up a solid, you know, 15 stories or so and zip to a platform on the side 
And uh, then, Dr. Cogsbuckle, you can hear the angriest sound of probably 50, 60 very large mechanical drones buzzing angrily around the outside of the uh, of the tower and slamming their way into between the server racks trying to get to you. You can see red lights crisscrossing uh, around the now darkened room behind you. Uh, what do you guys do? I've got four grenades on my vest. I'm going to take off two and drop them down because, you know, they should be able to fall that height and not explode. Um, and I'm going to yell down, if if you can hear me, Stins, Ducks, there's some grenades. Uh, you can hear him over, you can hear him like down the shaft. It's very echoey, but you can hear him. Din picks up both of them and hands one to the dock. Are they EMP grenades, Boulder? Let's see. Roll 2d6. Oh. That's four. Um, they are EMP grenades. I don't like how he Wait. gave us that. No, don't. No, wait. We don't use those. No. Nope. no. Hush, hush your mouth. Hush your mouth, Din. Dr. Cogsbuckle <laughs> thinks they're EMP grenades. All right, so um, Boulder is going to No, 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 no. No, no, no. Let this play out. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Cogsbuckle. Boulder just threw an EMP grenade. What do you do? Well, in character. Yep. Wait, did I hear him say no? No. No. No, he didn't. <laughs> You rolled bad. What do you do? Joey's gonna force me. He rolled bad. <laughs> what do you do? I look at Di- I look at Din. Don't ask for a second opinion. Do the thing. Why? This is my character. I'll do what I want. <laughs> you rolled bad. <laughs> you have no reason to question it. You rolled bad. These Rule are EMP zero. grenades, and the swarm of and the swarm of drones is coming at you. What do you do? Fine. I pull the pin with my teeth to act cool, and I throw the throw the grenade out you throw the grenade out as the angry swarm of drones comes in towards the hatch and you can see uh like single eye red light shining at you and sweeping over your face and uh you see several very large guns protruding from the front of each and every drone and the grenade tings a few times and rolls into the middle of them and they all freeze and then you hear this as the as the, grenade, the speaker and the grenade comes to life and you hear <laughs> Boulder, you idiot. Nice, I forgot about this. <laughs> and nothing happens, and the drones resume, <laughs> resume uh, swarming towards you. Oh, dear God. Dan, you want to try? Maybe yours is real. <laughs> Dan, you look down, and it's definitely one of the bol- uh, one of the grenades that Boulder uh, got from Nelson. Dan's just going to pocket it and be like, Nope, we got to go up. <laughs> out of character, I wanted to throw those things away. It was Din who threw them <laughs> back did, at me. And, and I did say they were going to be good for distractions, but, you know, we once again leave it to our fearless <laughs> leader, Joey. I love you. But again, First off, worked. y'all rolled really bad several times. I, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. So Marla says, All right, guys, I'm, I'm going up. Uh, how are y'all getting up? Oh, Marla, I didn't know you were still here. That was embarrassing. Yeah, no, that was that was just hard to watch, Doc. I'm not gonna lie to you. Hey, uh, Dan, you mind closing that hatch? I think it's like T minus five seconds until they slam into the side of it. Yeah. And you close the hatch and pull against it uh, as all, uh, just tons and tons of bodies of drones slam into the side of the air shaft. And uh, you see Marla equipping the suction cups, Dr. Cogsbuckle, and she on her hands and her feet, and she starts scaling the wall. Boulder. Yes. Is Boulder, is Boulder to the top yet? Can he like <laughs> send down the grappling gun? Hey, he totally could throw it down. He's on a platform 100, uh, or he's on a platform 15 stories up. I guess I'd drop it down to him. I was planning on using it to get away, but. So you uh, bobble the grenade launcher, not grenade launcher, you bobble the grappling gun, but uh, with Din's help, he kind of like s- scoops it uh, as it, it falls from your hands and then hands it to you. Uh, what do you guys do? Marla's about halfway up the shaft now, about even with Boulder. Wait, so how many uses does the grappling gun have? 
Uncle Merrill told you guys that it would only hold Boulder a couple times, but it should hold the lighter people no problem. Okay. All right. Well, I I use the grappling gun to get to the top. Okay. So you're only able to make it about halfway up, but you can make it to the platform that Boulder's on. Okay. I throw it back down to Din. All right. You throw it down to Din. Din, what do you do? Yeah, it just in in order. Didn't didn't goes next. You go next and aim it up at the top, and just as you're zipping your way up, you hear a loud bang on the side of the hatch uh, that leads into the air sh- air shaft, <clears throat> and you make it up to the platform just to see the uh, shaft at the bottom explode inwards, and a massive swarm of drones begin to flood into the bottom of the air shaft and start moving upwards. Uh, you hear you hear the whine of electricity as their rail guns start to power up. Boulder's gonna slap the the Uh-oh. device onto the little implosion device onto Den's chest, and uh, and he's gonna hand the doc his rail rifle. Okay. And uh, he's gonna lean in and he's gonna shoot his grenade launcher down the tube. Okay. Roll to uh, roll to go aggro. That's a plus plus hard roll. Seven. On a seven or nine, uh, I can choose one of the following. I can either uh, get out of the way, uh, I can bar- my, barricade myself in securely, or I can give you something that I think you want, uh, or I can back off. I am going to uh, give you. I'm going to give you something you want. So, what do you want the drones? Drones. Uh, I want to. I guess you know, destroy a couple enough to slow them down, so I can send another grenade down the tube before they reach the top. So you uh, you damage what seems to be kind of like the first wave that are coming up, which is probably five five to 15 drones. And they do slow the other ones below it as they're all kind of like bumping into each other, rushing up this uh, air shaft. Um, in the meantime, it, you see Marla, Dan, you see Marla uh, crawl up through the top of the shaft out a hatch on the top floor. And she's kind of like leans back in and says, all right, come on, let's go next up. I don't think we have a lot of time here. Doc, go ahead. I'm going to tell Doc before he goes up, I'm going to go mine the kick on that rifle, and then I'm going to reload a shell and shoot another grenade down the tube. I like it. And Dr. Cogsbuckle, you uh, zip up. You you sling the rail rifle on your back and zip up, uh, up and through uh, to see Marla waiting, and she's kneeled down with her sniper rifle kind of aimed back directly at you as you come up through the edge of the hatch. Whoa. Marla? Get, get out of the way, Doc. This is in case the oh, stupid okay. drones come up. I thought you were up. going to shoot me. No, that's probably later. Come on, let's go. Oh, foreshadowing. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, well, you still have the grapple gun, Doc. What do you do? Uh, toss the den, I guess. You uh, you hear another boom as, dro- as Boulder drops another grenade, trying to slow more down. But you see now more drones are rushing in, and the swarm uh, below the explosion is getting even thicker. Uh, Marla looks over at you and says, "Can can you do something for that, Doc? I, I don't think the grenades are going to hold them back." We're looking down the tube again. Yeah, she's like leaning into the hatch. There's like in the hatch, there's a little platform that extends out that's about five feet out. It's like metal grating, and that's what she's leaning out on. What am I supposed to use? I'm confused. Hold on a second. She's asking you to use the rail rifle to shoot down into the drones. Well, Marla, I've never used this thing before, but I guess I can. Uh, I guess I can take my chance with it. Yeah, aim, shoot. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be that hard. All right, I steady myself as best I can and I shoot. Alright, uh, right before you fire, Din, uh, Din or Boulder, are you guys going, which one are you guys going up next? Din. Uh, can I do, uh, so, shooting the, uh, cause there's no way for Boulder to get up without using the grappling hook, No, it's 15 stories. Can, alright, so Din's gonna fire, and once it gets, like, you know, to where it locks at the top mm-hmm. kind of thing, Din's gonna keep pulling it back, 
wrapping it around like under boulder's arms kind of thing and he's gonna tug so him and boulder both go up at the same time Ooh, baby uh let's resolve dr cog's buckle first dr cog's buckle roll to go aggro on someone that's plus hard <laughs> no what was it no that's a six minus one. Oh no <laughs> I mean, narratively, it makes sense, but... Yeah, it does. It does make sense. Uh, in this game, a 6 or less is a failure, a 7 or 9 is a make success, and a nine or 10 plus is a full success. Uh, Dr. Cogswinkle, you've rolled a failure. You lean out over the edge of the grating with the rail rifle, uh, and you press the button on the side, it begins to power up, and you kind of hear that whine spin up. And as you go to pull the trigger, you do fire... Uh, down into the uh, down into the swarm of drones, you see the bolt uh, like flash blue out of the muzzle and streak down, uh, kind of like lighting up the walls as it falls down, and it, it hits the foremost drone and explodes very loud. One thing you did not do, unfortunately, is do exactly what Boulder told you, which was to mine the kick, and the rifle jumps straight out of your hands and up into the air. You grasp for it desperately, but it escapes your grasp as it begins to fall down. Uh, the, the air shaft is Denim Boulder rise up above it. Boulder, your eyes go wide as you're tugged uh, backwards by this uh, by this uh, cord wrapped around your arms and shoulders, and you begin to slide off the edge of the platform, and you hear the mechanism inside the grapple gun whine as you're, you and Den are tugged upwards, and the last thing that you see is your last grenade uh, that you dropped explodes is falling past you, and then below your feet is your rail rifle dropping down into the swarm of drones as you move upwards at high speed. Uh, what do you do? No one else can see it, but a single tear drops out of his eyes. He reloads his grenade launcher. <laughs> One-handed, mind you. The beetle, the rail run. <laughs> it's not but looking good. We're all Boulder. losing stuff. We're all losing stuff? <laughs> <laughs> well, not me. <laughs> then I need you to roll plus cool. Okay. Ten. On a ten. The mechanism inside the grapple gun groans loudly as the uh, little spool wheel inside of it spins up the wire and the motor goes as hard as it possibly can, pulling the weight of you and Boulder upwards and upwards and upwards before it makes it just barely and stops just short of the edge of the platform extending out from the hatch. And Marla kind of like goes over to the edge and leans down and extends a hand down towards you. It says, come on, come on, Dan, I got you. Boulder, reach up first. Boulder's going to reach up with he's gonna you know his grenade launchers around his shoulder on a strap so he's gonna drop it and reach up with his free arm now, boulder boulder you're too heavy i can't pull you up din come on hurry up we got like two minutes yeah din takes her hand uh you take marla's hand and she uh she begins to like pull you as hard as she can upwards and uh doc you notice what's going on and you help too and and they both roll you over the edge din and she says all right uh let's get boulder come on yeah, all three of us will gank, I guess. Um, so all three of you uh, use kind of like human chain and, and reach down and pull Boulder up and over the edge. And just for the briefest second, you guys sit on the edge as the drones swarm below, uh, trying to get past the pure carnage that's above them, created by the grenades and the rail rifle shot. And um, they're moving up the shaft very quickly. And Marla says, wow, that was something. All right, come on, we're almost done. Let's go. I'm going to pull the pin on an actual grenade and drop it. You, it falls down into the shaft just as Marla heads out the hatch. Do you, the rest of you head out the hatch as well? Yeah, I close yeah. the hatch. 
So you guys head out the hatch and Boulder closes it only to hear the muted thump of an explosion uh, just as bodies of drones begin to pelt the uh, inside of the hatch and Boulder snaps down the lock and uh, you guys are on the top floor and you see a little staircase around the edge past the servers uh, in the intact window and it's kind of like a little spiral stair and it goes up to a mezzanine above and uh and you can see a uh just a short gang ladder to a hatch to the roof uh the 150 story let's go i also reload my grenade launches you're running out of grenades boulder um no no i have plenty no you said plenty but you've used a whole lot <laughs> so you guys have uh, i've used four yeah i don't think so you guys uh head up the spiral uh little spiral staircase onto the mezzanine and begin to head up the gang ladder marla first and she uh reaches up unlocks the latch and then uh just easily pulls herself up and over onto the roof and uh who's heading up first i'll go um dr cogsbuckle you head up the gang ladder and pull yourself over the edge of the roof to see marla she kind of helps you up and you see like a parapet wall that's uh, about five feet tall that rings the edge of this roof and just there dead square in the center you see a very large antenna with a uh, like a satellite bowl on the end of it and at the bottom of it you see a uh, box that's about three feet uh three feet tall and about uh, two and a half feet wide and on the uh on the outside of it you see like an electrical warning label <clears throat> and marla says all right that's it um i i guess we can wait for the others we can do this thing I, we gotta we gotta like destroy it it's gotta be it's gotta be completely gone and not not reparable so um, and Dan Boulder, as you guys come up over the edge of the uh, hatch, Marla says, "All right, guys, how do you want to do this? We literally have less than a minute and forty-five seconds. Din. Uh, like we're down to minute thirty. Come on." Dan Dan walks over and puts the implosion device on it. Very nice. So you affix the implosion device to the outside of the box, and uh, you arm it and retreat backwards. And the timer begins to count down from fifteen. And Marla says, "All right, how how are we getting down?" Din shrugs. As Din shrugs, the the timer beeps on the implosion device, and all of a sudden, you hear like the it, it's it's the weirdest sound, but it's like an inverse thump of a grenade as the box begins to suck in on itself, and you hear it creaking and, and clanging and, cla- and clacking as the uh, the wires that are inside the box begin to rip out of their out of their terminals and out of their supports, and then the tower begins to bend in on itself and the roof even gets uh, partially sucked up in it and begins to crack underneath you and uh, then it's over just as quickly as begin as it begins as the tower is effectively uh, cut by a third and you see a small two inch in diameter ball of material laying at the base of the ruined tower and the box is completely gone what do you do should we should we should we blow it up for safe measure I mean, like, that seems like the best idea, I suppose. Dan's gonna look at Boulder. I guess I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> um, you you launch a grenade at it, and it uh, it hits right on the uh, ball of material, and it explodes in flame. Uh, and just as the noise dies down, you the you begin to hear as it comes back into focus after the ringing in your ears. You begin you begin to hear the sound of uh, sirens moving in the distance and you can hear a loud alarm blaring from inside 
the uh, the building. Dan checks his wad. Uh, you look down at your wad, and all wad communications uh, seem to have been cut. You you look down, and the signal bar at the top of your wad, which usually stands at full signal, is uh, has a re- has a red X flashing over it. Job done! Hooray! We've done it. Yeah, uh, Marla says. Yeah. Um, one more problem. Forty-five seconds. Uh, we got to get off the roof. How do you suppose we do that, Marlas? I, I mean, I know how I'm getting off the roof. I don't know how you're getting off well, the roof. Well, how are you getting off the roof? Um, she takes off the, the suit jacket that she's wearing and uh, kind of puts her arm to her. And she's wearing like a, a long sleeve, uh, kind of like skin tight jumper. And she uh, puts her arm to her side and pulls a cord that's uh, right behind her knee. And you see uh, the synthetic fabric wings extend out. She says, "I'm. this is how I'm getting down. How are you getting down? That was my idea. Does Dan that- notice that it's made out of hair? <laughs> 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 no, Richie, I can't make that cannon. <laughs> <laughs> but but it uh it, she she pulls it out and she kind of like flexes the wings a little bit and she says uh yeah just uh just a little something but this is how i'm getting down how are you getting down Dinch shrugs <laughs> all right good luck guys and Wait, she uh, begins to run over to the edge and she stops uh, just at the edge of the parapet wall with her one foot up on it turns back uh yeah what's up doc marla you didn't think hey we're all going in this together I'm going to plant some sort of explosive device. Maybe I should bring these little fancy wingsuits for everybody. You didn't stop to think about that? Um, she steps up onto the edge of the parapet wall, looks back and like turns back towards you, and she kind of shrugs with the wings, uh, like the rings from the wings in her hand. Boulders, in a completely flat voice, is going to go, I'm disappointed in you, Marla. She says, huh, how about that? And she falls backwards. And that's where we'll and that's where we'll end it for this week. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Side Quest, boys. It's not looking good. <laughs> you did the thing, but it's not looking good. I hope she dies. The B word. <laughs> I don't care. We did the jobs. <laughs> You'll die in glory with the final job done. I have a feeling that we're just going to be able to surf down easily on the buildings. You, th- you think so? That already happened one time. We can't do that again. But it's our signature move. Yeah, it is. Um, Doctor Cogsbuckle just would say, "Quansoons, dude." <laughs> Doctor Cogsbuckle, how you getting out of this one? Uh, beats me, man. <laughs> this is probably our last episode. <laughs> Dan, same question. Dan shrugs. <laughs> Boulder, what about you? I'm disappointed in Marlos. Yeah, seems like it. <laughs> You know, she is she was quite the bee in those last moments. I like to think like the guys are just like just crap talking Marla just as everything starts blowing. It's like, yeah, she was just the interviewer standing on the roof with us. So how you guys gonna get out of this one? Oh shit, we're with you. <laughs> meanwhile no, meanwhile he's like sitting there hovering yeah, with like a right. helicopter trying to like interview us. From the safety of his helicopter. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, <laughs> and because we're us, we're not like we don't think. Hey, can we get on the helicopter? <laughs> we're like, oh, we're in this crappy situation. What do we do? Oh man, uh, <laughs> Doctor Cogsbuckle, um, you you feeling better? You got away from the cat? Not quite. It's kind of lingering. Yeah, it seems <laughs> seems like maybe next week it'll be better. <laughs> You know, if it makes you feel any better, that cat's probably going to be dead next week. (laughs) I wish no ill will on the cat. 
Uh, it's really Bulls. collateral damage, not like an intent. You know, it's not. It's just something that happened, not something intentional. But if I had to pick yeah, me or the lives, cat, right? I would probably pick me. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, Din, you got a gun. You got to hold a gun to somebody's head today. Din shrugs. <laughs> uh, Boulder, what was up with the change there at the end? Adam's nose. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, again, I want to thank you for joining us for another episode of SideQuest. Uh, for the final, the final episode of SideQuest. Side final Quest. turn. Surprise! <laughs> season finale, y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all next time. We're just never going to make another episode after this, and it'll end on a cl- giant cliffhanger. <laughs> Gotta be amazing. Oh, my gosh. That'd be the ultimate, just like absolute G move. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, Richie, I'm, I'm, yeah? I, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Does it matter where they can find us? Because, I mean, if the podcast is at least, over, I mean, all yeah, the socials I are dead, right? At least for one more week. I want to do it since I've never done it. Oh, you're yeah, going to do it? It's, it's right, a special ahead. episode. Yeah, go ahead. Go hey, ahead, man. what's up, yeah, guys? It's your boy, Cruz, from fame of Cruz and Goggles. If you've ever watched that Twitch stream, then you know. If you know, you know. Also, if you were one of 15 That's where people, he's going to be now every Sunday every night because he doesn't have to record also, a podcast. of SideQuest fame. You know, I'm your favorite character, Boulder. Former so, SideQuest. anyway, you're thinking <laughs> to yourself, man, I'd really like to get in touch with those funny guys over there at SideQuest. Well, you can check us out on multiple socials, including, and not limited to, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit. Just by using hashtag SickPod, S-I-Q-P-O-D, you can get in contact with us. Maybe it'll be me, Cruz, or Richie, or Dan, or Joey via Ratboy. So stop on by. Also, if you think to yourself, man, I have all this money I'd like to give away to all these guys to help promote, you know, better quality sounding audio, maybe some better editing. Well, check us on out at Patreon. And, you know, just Googly Web, Sick Pod, Patreon, you'll find us. SideQuest, it's okay. You'll notice from our logo because you obviously listen to our podcast. <laughs> there you go. I like it. That's pretty good. Um, man, Bol- that, I almost called you Boulder. Cruz, that was really professional. Well done. And uh, last but not least, uh, guys, did I tell you we're, we ha- we're an affiliate now? What? Yeah, we're an affiliate now of Instacart. No, you you can't make us an affiliate and this be a season <laughs> finale. That doesn't work. <laughs> what? We're an affiliate of Instacart. Check out the uh, link in the uh, episode description and you can uh, get some nice bonuses when you sign up for Instacart. And it also helps support the podcast. So you should definitely do that. Uh, click the link below Super. and sign up for Instacart and, you know, get your instant stuff in your cart. And uh, awesome. Guys, we'll be here again next week. Wait a minute. Surprise announcement. Uh-oh. So, if you would be here right now in our side quest Discord, I'd like to ask everyone, please go to infotainment. Are you yeah. there? Tell me what oh you see. Oh my god, yes. Oh no. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as of right now, I don't know how much longer, seeing as how this may very well be the season finale. But if you uh may, maybe maybe I put it on the uh the side quest Twitter. But as of right now, <laughs> onlyfans.com slash Din Wiesel, all one word, is currently live. Oh, no. As Din has an OnlyFans. What he does with that OnlyFans, dude, I couldn't tell you it's Din. He's a weird guy. What can I say? Oh, no. I think he was talking about maybe, like, doing some, like, fan fiction ASMR reading. Uh, I think that'll go over really well with the kids. I love it. But, uh, but yeah, that's live for an undetermined amount of time. Oh, man. So, come on over to the Twitter. 
and uh, maybe maybe you find a a nice little link. But uh, yeah, I may get with my promise. Uh, I currently have an OnlyFans, y'all. I love it, Richie. Use it in good health, and depending on what you put up there, it may not officially be affiliated with the podcast. <laughs> Just saying. All right, guys. Thanks again for joining us for a maybe the final episode of <laughs> Side Quest. I'd like to thank my three greatest PCs in the entire world. First up, we have Dan playing Doctor Cogsbuckle. Thank you, Dan. Ah, uh, yes, of course. And one more thing. I just thought about this. If I die today, who's going to release the issues of Cog Weekly release daily? <laughs> Second, I'd like to thank Richie, who plays Din. Hey, I mean, yeah. Yeah, totally. No problem, dude. And last but not least, I would like to thank Cruz Turner, who plays Boulder. Yeah, man. You know, honestly, I'm surprised you didn't say Cruz, the fat guy, Turner, because, you know, you started out calling me a fatty. <laughs> Good night. Thank you guys for thank you guys for joining us for another episode of SideQuest. We will see you next Friday for the last uh I guess the the epilogue <laughs> of of SideQuest. See y'all later. Say bye-bye. Take it easy, y'all. Be safe. Bye. Bye-bye. I really don't like when we do these things like kill our characters. We can't make that joke. Let's try again. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely definitely can't make that joke. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) No, stop. Okay. Okay. Professionals. Uh, We're professional podcasters, guys. (laughs) Yeah. We don't poop. Nobody poops here. We're like ladies. We don't poop. That's true. Din, what happened in the last episode? Uh, Dr. Cogsbuckle, at this point, you notice that your nose is a little bit itchy and your throat's getting... You're scrubbed. You're scrubbed! You notice... Late, guys. Oh, man. All right, hold on, hold on. Hold on, I got it. Dr. Cogsbuckle, as you sit down, it's at this point that you notice that your throat is a little bit itchy and your nose is running a little bit. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>